are the Mystery History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Jordan. Hello. Hello. How are we? Fantastic. How are you? Good. We are doing episode 33 today, The Black Death. The Black Death. The Bubonic Plague. The, wow, you really hit those bees the hard. Bubonic. The Bubonic. The Bubonics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing the bees. Get ready for a heavy bee episode. Heavy bee. We uh, thought that this would be proper. Yeah. With everything going on with COVID and whatnot. Very topical. This isn't the first time we've had a pandemic in mm-hmm. the world. Shocker. So we're going to tell you a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. But first, let's talk about some business. Mm-hmm. We are at... 12,797 downloads. Dang. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's a lot. Remember Joey Fatone? Whoa, whoa. No, not Joey Fatone. <clears throat> Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. Joey, Joey Fatone. Fatone. That's like <laughs> in, in sync. sync. <laughs> uh, what did that guy yeah. do? Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> Joey Fatone. <laughs> I'm sure he probably said that too, but yeah. Anyway, let's talk about our Patreon. <laughs> Talk about okay, it. Okay, so we got two Patreon tiers. The first one is $2, and it gets you next week's episode right now. When you listen to this, you could be listening to another one. Right meow. Right meow. And that is, again, $2, and that also gets you a 10% discount to our store. Mm-hmm. So you can get all the good shit. All of it. And then we have a $5 tier, which gets you all of that, plus a bonus episode every single Friday. Mm-hmm. And the coupon is 20%. Woo! So you're basically saving money. You are. From doing this. Yeah. So sign up for that shit. If you love us, you're going to love Patreon. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you more, what. More of us. More of us. And that is patreon.com slash mysteryhistorypodcast. Or yeah. you can go to our website mm-hmm. at mysteryhistorypodcast.com, and there's a link there. Right there. Along with all of our episodes and our merch, which yep. we got for our merch. We got all everything you can think of. We got pillows, blankets, uh, fucking <sighs> shirts, hoodies. Tank tops. Tank tops. We're actually about to switch our merch store, so we're going to have a lot more shit. We'll have, like, posters, and we'll have... uh, Tapestries. Yeah, tapestries. We might even have some... We can make shoes now. Shoes. Pretty fucking You want some Mr. History shoes? No, you do. You know it. They're checks. Are they? Yeah. Shut up. They're like canvas checks, and you can print anything on them. That's pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want... I want a zip-up hoodie that's that's plus-size inclusive. Mm Mm-hmm. Our Not new, no 2X bow shit. Our new printer, they go up to five. Five? Yep. What are you trying to tell me? I'm just saying, they go from small to five. I'm looking for a little more like a three. Well, they got that too. That's in there. I'm going to get it. in the range. I'm going to get it. So keep your eyes open. We'll be posting more stuff about the merch. We'll be new designs, new options, stuff new like that. Era thing. New era thing. New era So we wanted to, last episode, we shouted out one of the people that we've been communicating with, uh, Murdered by Design. Mm-hmm. I recently bought some stuff off of her, and I'm waiting on it to come in. I'm really, really excited about it. I got some ornaments. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like cool. wood-burned ornaments. I got Ghostface and Michael Myers, and mm-hmm. then I got some stickers, a couple other things. Well, um, she has decided to make a sticker that says fuck horses, which is our mantra. Yeah, it's really it's, cool. It is very cool. It's like a skeleton horse. It says fuck horses. It says mystery history along the backside. Very, very cool. Um, so her website 
is murderedbydesign.square.site. Also, if you would like to buy anything from her, if you use Mystery History as a coupon code, you'll get 20% off, and that's for the rest of your life. Wow. So 20% off for your whole life. That's, that's a pretty good, deal. good. Yeah. That's, that's a long time. Well, maybe. Hopefully. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully Some of the it people is. we talk about. Not long. Not, not long. <laughs> But but you probably will have a long life. Yes. So you can get twenty percent off for your whole life. She sent that to us, and I like opened it, and I was like, "No fucking way! That thing is awesome. It is so cool. It's so cool. It's way cooler than anything we could have came up That's with." That's true. That yeah, that design is. We awesome. need to we need to start saying that more. Fuck horses. Yeah, we were really heavy into it, <laughs> and then we kind of dropped off. But we still just know can't, every episode. Fuck horses. Can't stress enough how much we don't like horses. We don't like them. Fuck them. Nope. Nobody needs them unless we like go into a great depression and need them to like carry our shit yeah then Then, i guess they're okay then they're okay horses but for now fuck them fuck them uh we got an email from somebody in dubai Hmm. that you ever seen uh you ever seen what's the show you know what i'm talking about mission impossible yeah 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 (laughs) With the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, and they he slides down the building. Yep. It's a dust storm. That is anyway, Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> it's full That's circle. Where you're going with that? Okay. Yeah. Tom so, Cruise. Yeah. Tommy Cruise. Tommy Cruise. Jennifer from Dubai. She sent us an email, which I love. Mm-hmm. She said, um, she's part of the lucky few that found us on Instagram. Just wanted to say you guys are doing an awesome jo- job and she loves our style. She, screw whoever doesn't give a five star. Agreed. Here, here. Uh, she said, continue to do what you do. Don't stop the banner and stay awesome. Thank you. That's really cool. That is so cool. From Dubai. That's pretty crazy. Dubai. Yeah. That's, that's insane. That's like far away, man. It is. If my math's correct, that's pretty far. Pretty far. <laughs> but Jennifer, we love you and we love Dubai, even though I've never been there. One day. One day. It's on my list. Dust storm, sliding down buildings, just like Tommy Cruise. Oh, my boy Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as always, rate, review, subscribe, send us an email. We love it. Mm-hmm. Give us a five star review. Yep. Or and, don't. And in that purple podcast icon, leave us a, a little comment or something. Yeah. Write something. A, I need a love note. Yeah. A little, little ditty. Little ditty. Okay. What else you got to talk about? And then the last thing, I recently just started a small company. Um, it's called the Dayton Collective. And I'm, we're from Dayton, Ohio, if you didn't know that. But. Uh, I'm kind of just making some like shirts and designs based around Dayton. And then there's a thing called the collective campaigns is what I'm calling it. So every month I'm going to make a different design and put it on a sticker and a shirt. And then all the proceeds from that are going to go to local charities. So this month I just have a shirt that says this shirt feeds Dayton, Ohio. And there's a sticker that says this sticker feeds Dayton, Ohio. And then that's all going to go to the Dayton food bank. And then I'm also starting something called Kicks for Dayton, which is there's a uh, organization here called uh, Shoes for the Shoeless, and I'm gonna put a pair of shoes up on the website, and every pair sold, I'm gonna give a pair to Shoes for the Shoeless, which will give shoes to kids around Dayton, Ohio. My so, brother doing good things. Yeah, so I'm trying to anyway. So That's so special. So, so if you can, yeah, try to donate to a good cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the Dayton Collective.com. Yeah. So that's awesome. 
Yep. We hope uh, that is successful, and we will be putting something up, you know, on our Instagram to so you can you can see the store and and everything like that. Everything that Jordan designs is pretty cool, um, and this is even cooler because it helps people that are in need. Yeah. So. We try to do what we can, use the platform we have to do good things. Mm-hmm. So, George's trying to do those good things. Yep. So, good for you. Shanks. Uh, another thing, one more thing, has nothing to do with good things. <laughs> I mean, you're, you, it's hard to, to top what you just said. Um, but... <laughs> So whenever we were talking to Murder by Design, you know, we were kicking around some ideas on the mystery mob and things like that. Murder by Design suggested Mastorians, mm-hmm. which sounds pretty freaking cool, man. It does. So what do you think, guys? Do you want to be the Mastorians? I think that's a good one. I think that's, that's a great unique, one. very unique, yeah. It is. Never it's, heard that before. No. I don't think it exists before this. That'd be a cool t-shirt. Yeah. Like we are Mastorians. Yeah. I have it. That'd be dope. Yeah. I think we need to design that. Mm-hmm. And when I say we, I mean you, because I don't know how to do shit. <laughs> oh, boy. All yeah, right. We'll make that happen. That's I like that a lot. I do, too. So thank you to her for, for saying that. Just being cool all around. She yeah, made I mean, our, damn. The fuck horses thing and gave us a fantastic name. Yeah, for our Crushing people. It. Man. We get her on the payroll, even though our payroll is zero. Yeah, we don't get paid for this. We'll just say she's on the payroll. Yeah, it sounds cool. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. You ready to talk about this uh, upbeat episode on the Black Death? Yeah. Let's get in there. Get in there. Get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So a brief overview is the the Black Death is caused by uh, Gersinia pestis. Ooh, nailed it. Yeah, yeah, which is a bacteria. Yeah. It can be a life-threatening infection if not treated properly. The plague is caused by major epidemics in Europe and Asia. Over what are you doing? Sorry, that was that's our father. Oh, but what a... he can wait. <laughs> father, sorry. Anyway, this is live, folks. Live action. Live action. All right. So this plague caused major epidemics in Europe and Asia over the last two thousand years. The plague is most famous for being called the Black Death because it can cause skin sores that form black scabs. Ew. Oh, don't want any part of that. Nope. A plague ep- epidemic in the 14th century killed more than one-third of the population in Europe within a few years. Some cities had 75% of their population die within a few days with fever and swollen skin sores. People who were perfectly healthy when they went to bed at night could be dead in the morning because of how efficient the plague was. That's insane. That's a real Can scary. you think about that? 75% of our population here, mm-hmm. they just are dead. What do you do with all of them? Well, there's a... I don't know if you mentioned it in the notes. Good Lord. Sorry. I'm silencing. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Like, it's It's our first episode. Jesus. sorry. There's somebody in my backyard. (laughs) But uh, I lost my train of thought. So, dead people. Yep. Oh, there's a island in here that... I don't know if you mentioned it in the notes, but if not, I'll talk about it. Pavilia? Yes. Is that in here? Oh, no, it's not. But we can talk about it because I know some shit about that. Pavilia. Yeah. So, that's basically... They, that's where they put all their dead bodies. They, yeah. If you're, like, sick, they kind of shipped you there to die. Mm-hmm. You ever seen Ghost Adventures? Oh, yeah. Pavalia? That's where I get all my information. But they... I forget what the stat was. I was reading about it, and I think it's 75% of the soil there is human remains. Yeah, it's dust. Because like, it's, like... Bone. Ugh. Yeah, rock. And it, I looked it up, too. It's like, 
there's a website, it's like a travel website about Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And then at the very bottom, it's like, you cannot travel here. Mm-hmm. It is illegal to step foot on this island. Yeah, it it's is. crazy. Plus, if you ever seen Ghost Adventures, Pavilion Island, you get possessed by demons. Mm. Yeah, think about how many dead people are. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, that's if any place most, is haunted, that's it. That's the most, like, the one, my favorite Ghost Adventures, because, like, they put a tripod on top of a bridge Mm -hmm. and you can hear something running through the field like up the bridge and then knocks over the camera holy shit did you like my sound effects that was good we don't have any kind of like bored yeah yeah (laughs) just i painted a picture for y'all yeah um but it's it's the most like compelling i've ever seen did you put this is we're kind of jumping all around here, but did you put about the quarantine thing? Yes. Okay, cool. About the, where it comes from? Yes. The word? Yes. Okay. Hang tight for that one. We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. All right. Okay. So plague is primarily an infection of animals like rodents, squirrels, chipmunks, and rabbits. Mostly it's transmitted to humans by a bite of an infected rat flea. Which is gross. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, You can also be infected if you have a break in the skin that comes into direct contact with the bacteria, um, with the meat or blood of an infected animal, or by breathing in droplets of bacteria in a person um, who is, or if a person is close to another human or animal that has the plague in its lungs. Mm. So, very similar to today. Mm -hmm. It's scary that. Could you imagine being like the 13th century, like or 14th century? They're just like, what is people this? get sick, and then they're just like, what's happening? Yeah, you're and there's dead. nothing you could do about no. it. No. So the most common case is the bubonic plague, and we're going to talk about a couple other, not just the Black Death, the bubonic plague. We're going to talk about a couple other things. Um, so it takes its name from the infected lymph nodes called boobies. <laughs> I don't know. That's how you say it. B u b o e s. I'm going to call it boobies. <laughs> They're very, they're very Them infected boobies will get you. <laughs> they're very painful red and swollen lymph nodes that develop very quickly near the area of a flea bite of an infected flea. Um, if the bite was on the leg, the bump would appear in the groin area. Ooh, that's scary. Yeah. If the flea bite was on the arm, it might appear in your armpit or on your neck. Um, about two to six days after a bite, a person with bubonic plague develops high fever, chills, muscle aches, headache, and extreme weakness within 24 hours with one or more bumps appearing. Blood and pus seep from the, the boils. Without treatment, the bacteria could spread through the bloodstream and a person could develop septimitic plague. Basically, so like sepsis. Sepsis, yeah. Oof. Yeah. So the septimetic plague, which we just discussed, is when the bacteria spreads to the bloodstream, it can cause a blood infection called septicemia. The first symptoms are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. The person can develop severe bleeding problems, including bleeding under the skin, scattered bruises, blood in the urine, and abnormal bleeding from the mouth, nose, or rectum. Um, This bleeding can be followed by signs of shock, kidney failure, severe difficulty breathing, and death. Not fun. So not something you want to encounter. That grosses me out, like, blood under the skin. Yeah. That's really what, like, a... No, it's not. Like a bruise? Kind of. There are some, like, if... Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen... Probably not. This is, like, a weird thing. But if somebody tears their pec, it, like, tears the muscle and blood gets out, and it looks like a, like your whole pec and, like, down your arm is, like, basically, like, purple. Ew. And it's, like, blood under it. It's gross. Is it, like, squishy? 
I mean, it probably doesn't feel I good. I feel like the way that I think about this is like a waterbed. You know how it's like squishy? I mean, it's probably... Under your skin. Yeah. You probably won't be able to tell the difference from your normal skin. But yeah, it's probably... It's not something you want to happen. Ew. Uh, the next one is the... Pneumonic plague? Yep. It's very rare, but it happens when the bacteria infects the lungs and causes pneumonia. It can develop when a person breathes in droplets of the bacteria. Symptoms for this include high fever, chills, headache, chest pains, rapid breathing, severe shortness of breath, and a cough that might bring up blood. That would freak me out. Coughing up blood? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not good. It's always good. something in the movies when somebody coughs in a white handkerchief and there's yeah. blood and you're like, uh-oh, he's dead. You're <laughs> dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sure sign in a yep. movie. So treatment. Treatment in the 1300s was not as scientific as today. Physicians relied on bloodletting and boil lancing, which are known to be dangerous and unsanitary and used in superstitious practices such as burning aromatic herbs and bathing in rose water or vinegar. Ugh, bathing in vinegar? No thanks. I feel like you just sting for days. Yeah, and I feel like that would probably hurt if you had, like, open, open sores. Yeah, it'd sting. Ugh. But I get, like, boil lancing. That's like Dr. Pimple Popper stuff. Mm, no thanks. I love it. I'd love to see that. Uh, people practice social distancing to avoid coming sick. Um, doctors refuse to see patients. Priests refuse to, to administrate their last rites. Shoekeepers close their shops, and many people fled to the countryside but knew they could not escape the disease. Uh, the plague affected cows, sheep, goats, uh, pigs, and chickens as well. So many sheep died during the Black uh, Death. There was a shortage in Europe. I didn't know that it affected the animals like that. I didn't either. Many people, desperate to save themselves, abandon their sick and dying loved ones. Ugh. I don't think that's, that could happen. No. I don't think I could just leave you. No, that's that's pretty cold. I'd murder you first. Wow. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, so the strain of Y. pestis comes about in Mongolia. So this is in 19, or 1346. So we're going to start going through the timeline now of how this kind of came to be, Okay. Um, the, they believed it was passed to humans by a Tarabian marmot, and it kind of looks like it's it's a rodent. Kind of looks like a squirrel looks crossed like a between a groundhog. Yeah. Um, the deadliest outbreak happens in the Mongol capital of Sari, uh, which the Mongols carried west to the Black Sea. Hmm. Uh, Mongol king Janabir and his army are near the city of Tana when a fight breaks out between Italian merchants and a group of Muslims. Following the death of one of the Muslims, the Italians retreat by the sea to the Gianos outpost of Kaffa, and Janaberg follows by land. When they arrive at Kaffa, Janaberg's army surrounds the city for a year but are consumed by the outbreak. The army catapults the infected bodies of the dead over the city wall. Wow. The city of Genese becomes infected also. That's like, uh, what do they call that? It's like uh, something warfare. But it's like whenever you drop like a biological. gas. Yeah, exactly. That's like the first biological warfare. Yeah. Because you're basically dropping. If you go to the, to the wall. That's crazy. You're going to get it. And that, oh, just, I can't. That's pretty, like. It's fucked up, but it's pretty smart, really. When you get them out of your town. Yep. <clears throat> it's pretty... It's heartless, but, I mean, you got to save yourself. <sighs> Man, that's crazy. Yeah. So, May of 1347, Kaffa is torn apart by the plague. Survivors flee by sea, leaving the streets covered with dead bodies being fed on by feral animals. Ugh. One ship arrives in Constantinople. Once infected, 
they lose 90% of their population. I just can't believe that. This is, this is the high numbers. 90%. That's like, yeah. It's like they said, though. It's like there's no, like, science. So they don't really no, know what's happening. So no. there's no stopping it. It's right. just kind of, like, running its course. Um, October of 1347, 12 ships from the Black Sea docked at the Sicilian port of Messina. Um, people gathered on the docks to watch the sailors depart, but found that most sailors aboard the ships were dead. And those alive were gravely ill and covered in black boils that oozed blood and pus. Ugh. Sicilian authorities ordered that the fleet of death ships out of the harbor, but it was too late. The plague was here. Yeah. Mm. And could you imagine being still alive on the ship and you're thinking, oh my God, I made it. I'm here. And then they send you back out. Well, could you imagine just, just like looking down at your arms and seeing like black boils All this stuff. and just, yeah. Like what you're like, what do you do? Yeah. November 1347, the plague arrives in France by a CAFA ship docking in Marcel. It spreads quickly throughout the country. January 1348, a different plague strain breaks out in Europe through Genoa, brought by another CAFA ship that docks there. The Genoas attack the ship and drive it away, but they're still infected. Italy faces the second strand while they're already dealing with the previous one. So the wow. first one hasn't even gotten taken care of yet. Um, y. Pestis heads east from Sicily into the Persian Empire and through Greece, Bulgaria, Romania, and Poland, and south to Egypt as well as Cyprus. Cyprus was also hit with an earthquake and a deadly tidal wave at the same time. Wow. So there's just no winning. What a year. Yeah. Venice faces an outbreak, but has the first organized response, with committees ordering, ordering ship inspections and burning those with contagions, shutting down taverns and restricting wine from unknown sources. The canal fills uh, fill with gondolas shouting official instructions for disposing of dead bodies. Despite all of those efforts, the plague kills 60% of the Venetian population. Mm-hmm. Wow. Those are, like, staggering numbers. That's insane. Yeah. I think everybody, like, half... More than half of your like town is just gone. Yeah, More, uh, yeah. Like, some of them ninety percent. That's insane. Yeah, April thirteen forty eight, an anti-Semitic rage develops around Europe, causing repeated massacres of Jewish Jewish communities. I don't know where they developed the hate for the Jew Jewish communities. That is strange. Uh, the first one taking place in province where 40 Jews were murdered. Many people believe that the black death was a kind of divine punishment retribution for sins against God, such as greed, blasphemy here. I can never say this right. I want to say heresy, (laughs) heresy, fornication, and worldliness. Some people believed that the way to do this was to purge their communities of heretics or troublemakers, which is why the Jewish communities were targeted. But I don't know why they thought that the Jewish communities were the troublemakers. They, man, they've had a rough history. Forever. Yeah. This is the 1300s. I don't know why that, yeah, that is weird. I don't know why that is, but. Yeah. That's awful. Mm Mm-hmm. In June 1348, the plague enters England through the port of Melcom Regis in Dorset and spreads throughout the town. Some escape by running inland, but they just spread it further. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's another thing, too. They probably don't... I mean, they realize it's like person to person because they're trying... They're, some people are putting restrictions on. But I bet a lot of people don't really understand why, like how it travels. No, and just like we've learned with this COVID business... 
just be, I mean, I'm sure people were asymptomatic back then too. Mm-hmm. So they might have been carrying it, yep. thinking they're okay, running to the hills, coming into contact with other people and spreading it that way. Mm-hmm. That's the scary thing. There's just so like, back then there's just so little known about everything. Mm-hmm. So it's that's the terrifying part. Yep. In summer of 1348, a radical religious group called the Flag- Flagellants started to appear in Germany. These groups were 50 to 500 hooded and half-naked men uh, who marched, sang, and whipped themselves with lashes until they were swollen and bloody. That's strange. Yeah. For 33 and a half days, the flagellants repeated the whipping rituals three times a day. That's a lot. That w- You'd be... Oof. Raw. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, they would then move to the next town and start over again. Originally practiced in the 11th century by Italian monks during a pandemic that spread throughout Europe. They were also known for their violent anti-Semitism, uh, but luckily they disappeared in the 1350s. Yeah, so it's just this radical group that just pops up, whips themselves, what a way stirs to, up some shit. They're and like then, protesters, but they just hurt themselves. Well, and it's like, what are you doing if here? If you remember, whenever we first started talking <clears throat> about the plague, if you have a cut or an open sore, mm. I mean, they got yeah, shit all over themselves. Stupid, they yeah. dumb. They wow. dumb. Um, the plague hits Mar. Maricel, Paris, and Normand, and the strain splits. One moves on to Tournai to the east, and the other passing through Calais and Avignon, where 50% of the populations die. Ooh. It then moves through Austria and Switzerland, where many anti-Semitic massacres follow the Rhine after rumors spread uh, that Jews caused the plague by poisoning wells. How did that get... St- they- it's like one person says it who hates... The Jewish people. Well, and it might not even be the Jewish people that they hate. They might just like one person who happens to be a Jew. Exactly. And then it just spreads like wildfire. It's crazy. In towns throughout Germany and France, Jewish communities are annihilated. In response, King Casimir III of Poland offers a safe haven to the Jews, and they start a mass migration to Poland and Lithuania. Marcel is also considered a safe haven for the Jews. Well, I'm glad that they at least have somewhere to go. That's good. That's it's pretty wild, like to be in that, put yourself in that year, and someone would be like, "This is wrong," right? Because it's such like a herd, like like thought thought process. Because mm-hmm. somebody's like, "The Jews did this," and then somebody else is like, "Yeah." Okay. So then everybody, and then good. one person's like, "Wait a second, that doesn't make any fucking sense," right? And then they probably just got massacred right along with them. Oh man, that's awful. Sympathizer. Yep. October 1348, following the death of King Edward's, uh, Edward III's daughter, Princess Joan, the plague reaches London. As devastation grows, Londoners flee to the countryside fi- to find food. Edward blames the plague on garbage and human bile piled up in London streets and in the Thames River. I always hear how gross yep. it was. They said they used to, because they didn't have bathrooms, obviously. They so just they threw it out in the yep, street. They're like poop in a bucket and throw it in the street. Yeah. That's disgusting. So you had people, and then all the horses walking through there. So there's like people shit, horse shit, fuck horses. Fuck horses (laughs) and their (laughs) shit. Ew, just, just, could you imagine the smell? No. Yeah, and like garbage. They just throw the garbage on the street. Mm -hmm. Ugh, gosh, what a time. Uh, February 1349, one of the worst massacres of Jews during the Black Death takes place on Valentine's Day in Strasbourg, where 2,000 Jewish people were burned alive. Jesus. So you already got this... This bubonic plague just wiping people out. And then for Jewish people, then you also have to worry about the human aspect. That's so awful. 
they yeah. somehow get blamed for all that, and then right. so they're getting killed while they're trying not to die. Right. It's like, oh my god, in that's this, awful. In the spring, three thousand Jews defend themselves and mans against Christians, but they're all defeated and slaughtered. Wow. In April 1349, the plague hits Wales, brought by people fleeing from southern England, and it eventually kills 100,000 people there. In July 1349, an English ship brings the Black Death to Norway when it runs around, uh, aground in Bergen. The ship crew is dead by the end of the week, and the bacteria travels to Denmark and Sweden, where the king believes fasting on Friday and not wearing shoes on Sunday will please God and end the plague. What a weird thing. If only it was that easy. <laughs> um, it doesn't work, obviously. Shocker, yeah. Killing two of the king's brothers and moving, uh, moving into Russia and also eastern Greenland, forcing Vikings to stop their exploration of North America. In March of 1350, Scotland, having, having avoided the plague so far, hopes to take advantage of the English weakness by planning an invasion. While waiting on the border to begin the attack, troops become infected and 5,000 die. They choose to retreat and the soldiers brought the disease back to their families and a third of Scotland dies. Ugh, that's so real right now. What do you like, mean? Like, if some, okay, if you're in Walmart, <laughs> yeah. ready to storm the cashier. <laughs> And somebody in line coughs. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. We got it's, it. Yeah. I'm dead. I mean. It's it's kind of like that. Kind I mean, very different. I guess. <laughs> 5,000 people don't die in Walmart. No, just in Ohio. Yeah. Because we're at, what, 7,000 right now? I don't know. No, that's infected. Let's stop keeping track. That's infections. Those aren't deaths. But still, I mean, it's kind of like that where you all feel like everybody's a suspect. If they cough, even if it's just... Yeah, you do kind of look that weird. You're like, oh, God, do they have it? Is it allergies? We live in Ohio. I don't know. I've been, yeah. The last, like, week I've been killed with allergies. And I'm, I'm, like, afraid to go to work or, like, to the store because I'm, like, sniffling. Uh Just because it's, like, sinus drainage. That's why I'm kind of glad I have a mask on because it hides my freaking nose (laughs) running. But I can't, like, do anything about it. (laughs) Yep. Um, in 1351, the plague spread starts to slow down due to quarantine efforts. After causing the death toll of 25 to 50 million people and leading to the death of 210 Jewish communities, in total, Europe lost about 50% of its population. Sailors on ships were held for 30 days, known as the Venetian Law, as or known as a Venetian Law, known as Trentino. It was later increased to 40 days, or Quarantino which is where the term quarantine that is practiced today comes from. Uh-huh. That's pretty wild. That is. That from 1351, mm-hmm. we're still practicing quarantine. <clears throat> and, I mean, it does. quarantine does work. Yeah. So it's crazy that in 1351, they, they mm-hmm. figured it out. That is wild. It's crazy, though, that you, that's like comes from Italian word for 40. Right. You just never think of it. Like, you just think quarantine is like its own thing, but it comes from... Well, and we have 40. to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. So there's a four in there. <laughs> but <laughs> I like where your mind's going. Uh, 1353. When the Black Death cons- with the Black Death considered behind them, the people of Europe have a changed society. The combination of the math- massive death rates and the number of survivors running from their homes 
sends entrenched social and economic systems spiraling. It becomes easier to get to work for better wages because there's nobody to work. Mm -hmm. And the average standard of uh, living rises. It had killed over 200 million people within just four years. Um, London never really caught a break from the Black Death. The plague resurfaces every 10 years from 1348 to 1665. Damn. There are 40 outbreaks in just over 300 years. That's insane. That is. With each new plague epidemic, 20% of the men, women, and children living are killed. Holy cow. That's insane. That is insane. Well, like England isn't really that big. No. Early 1500s. England imposed the first laws to separate the and isolate the sick. Homes stricken by the plague were marked with a bale of hay strung uh, to a pole outside. If you had an infected family member, you had to carry a white pole while you went out in public. Cats and dogs were believed to carry the disease, so there's a wholesale, wholesale massacre mm. of hundreds of thousands of animals. That makes me the saddest. That is really sad, because they probably didn't. No, they didn't do strands. anything wrong. Yeah. Well, if it was in like sheep and cow, it might have been. Maybe, but I doubt it. Just yeah. They're just terrible. That's people. honestly really smart to have to carry a white pole. Yeah, in so everybody could see where you yeah, were. Like, stay out, like avoid that person. Uh huh. That's pretty genius, actually, for back then. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about smallpox. Smallpox enters the scene in Europe, Asia, and Arabia for centuries. It kills. Killed three out of ten people that were infected with it and left pockmarked scars on the living. Wow. That's a lot. Three out of ten? Thirty percent. Ooh. Ooh. That's a lot. <laughs> the indigenous people of Mexico and the U.S. had no immunity to smallpox, and the virus cut them down by tens of millions. Ninety to ninety-five percent of the people were wiped out. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Mexico goes from 11 million people to 1 million. Wow. That's, That's 10 million different. Good math. Quick with it. I'm trying. Each episode is is getting better and better. That's like hard to even fathom. Yeah. In the late 18th century, a British doctor named Edward Jenner discovered that milkmaids infected with a mild virus called cowpox seemed to be immune to smallpox. Jenner famously treated his gardener's nine-year-old son with cowpox and then exposed him to smallpox virus, and he had no ill effects. It took nearly two more centuries, but in 1980... The World Health Organization announced that smallpox had been eradicated from the face of the earth. 1980 is not that long ago. Nope, 40 years. And what about this gardener's son? Yeah. He probably was like, he's probably like super rich. Was and like, he's probably just like, give I'll me give your you son. $1,000. Yeah. He's probably just like, if you want a job, let me do this. Wow. Pretty messed up. That'd be a tough spot to be in. Because it's fun. It's, yeah, he ha- it had to be something like that because it's his basically servant's yeah. kid. Mm. That's pretty messed up, but it's pretty amazing he found that out, though. Yeah. But it's probably just like, I hope this works. I know. <laughs> if it wouldn't have worked, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. Yeah, he just killed his son. He's like, well, guess it didn't work. Guess I got my thousand bucks. <laughs> Dang, that's messed up. Yep. Okay, the Great Plague of 1665. This was one of the worst of the century-long outbreaks, killing 100,000 Londoners in seven months. All public entertainment was banned and victims were forcibly shut into their home to prevent the spread of disease. Hmm, that sounds very familiar, does it mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Red crosses were painted on the doors along with a plea mm-hmm. for forgiveness. Lord, have mercy upon us. Many people believed that Ring Around the Rosie was about the Great Plague. 
the rosy being the rash that developed on the skin, and they would try to conceal it with a pocket full of posies because it smelled, mm-hmm. and that would to cover the smell. Since it killed 15% of Britain's population, we all fell down meant they all fell down dead. That's wild. I've heard that before. That's mm-hmm. pretty sick that it's like a children's thing. Yeah, I never really liked that no. song. Mm-mm. A little creepy. Yeah. Early to mid-19th century, cholera, a bacterial disease, usually spread through contaminated water, uh, started spreading through England, killing tens of thousands. John Snow... A British doctor investigated hospital records that tracked down locations of the deadly outbreak and found over a 10-day period, there is a cluster of 500 fatal infections surrounding the Broad Street Pump, which was a popular uh, city well for drinking water. The pump handle was removed and the infections dried up. His work led to a global effort to improve urban sanitation. That is, wow. Stumbled through. To improve urban sanitation and protect drinking water from contamination. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah. All they did was remove the handle and everything stopped. Well, he he literally just looked at like, where are these people dying? Huh. And just like, I'm going to take the handle off. Yeah. (laughs) This guy's just like, don't worry, city. I got it. Jon Snow knows what's up. (laughs) Uh, The bubonic plague never goes away. It rears its ugly head from time to time throughout the centuries. According to the World Health Organization, there are still 1,000 to 3,000 cases of plagues every year. Now with modern medicine, it's treated with antibiotics and has lowered the death rate to about 11%, which to me, that's still pretty high, Mm -hmm. 11%. Uh, The antibiotics works best if given within 24 hours of the first symptoms. Hmm. So if you feel the bubonic plague coming on... Get damn drugs. Get damn drugs. I've heard about... I don't know too much about it, but I've heard through like podcasts and stuff that they've found bubonic plague in rats in Los Angeles. Yeah, like I recently. feel like I, I don't think that the bubonic plague is, is it's just not called that anymore. Yeah. It, you know, it's that is a dark connotation, <clears throat> but people still get sick like that all well, the time. It's weird too, like to think if you were to get it, like if they said now, if, I mean, 11% is still a lot, but I wonder how I'm like, what percentage... Like, what? how much better of a chance you have now compared to back then? Oh, probably uh, like, a million percent Yeah, better. exactly. But that's the thing is, like, they just, like, got wiped out. Mm-hmm. So it's so, if that were to happen now, it probably wouldn't be nearly as bad. Yeah, but, well, if if COVID happened yeah, in the 1300s, yep. we would, I would be dead. Yeah. I would be dead. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But you didn't get any, like, medication for it. No, but. You kind of just wrote it out. Yeah. So it's, it's different. I guess. It, it's just a toss-up. Yeah. So whenever I had COVID, the main problems I had was I was exhausted, felt like I got hit by a truck, and I had a headache that didn't go away for like 10 days, and mm-hmm. it was awful. Yeah. But I didn't really have any issues breathing. Now, Josh, he had issues breathing mm-hmm. and coughing. I really didn't have it in my chest. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's just, that's what's the scary part is that it's all different. Yeah, it's very depending on the person. And we have that special blood type, mm-hmm. RH negative or whatever it is, O. O negative, I think. O negative. Whichever one we can give to everybody, but we can't, we have to get it from only us. Yeah. We can't get it from anybody else. And they say that different blood types handle it better, and the blood type they say handles it better is our blood type. Mm-hmm. And that is true in between... Josh and I, mm-hmm. he doesn't have my blood type, and I definitely felt better a lot sooner and didn't have it as rough, I don't think. Right. But it is interesting. But again, like, if the, I mean, we're just as a 
society more healthy now. Like we're better yeah. fed. We're like better, have better, I don't know. Immune systems. Yeah, just were, back then it was. Well, and, and I think that all the other, like we used to get sick all the time whenever we were little. I had strep throat, ear infections, all that stuff. Yeah, I used to get ear infections And I a feel lot. like your body builds up kind of an immunity, <clears throat> not, you know, like antibodies. Yeah, it gets stronger. Yeah. Um, so I think all of that in modern medicine has definitely helped us be where exactly. we are today. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. Yeah. Whereas if we were in the 1300s and I caught it, it might not have been the same thing. Yep. It's hard to put yourself in a different time period. Yeah. It's just everything is so and different. It, it's, it's not sanitary. It's just... You probably... I can't even like... I mean, I guess you get used to it, but like try, even trying to sleep back then... Oh, yeah. If you're just like in... Not like... I mean, you're in a house, but it's not like a today's house. No. You probably, you probably don't sleep well. It's like... You're probably always tired back then. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know, that makes your immune system low, too. It's yeah. just there's so many factors that go into it. It's pretty wild. When well, you and you, it's not like it. you're going to the grocery store to get food. No, you got to, yeah, make and shit happen. And if your animal is sick that you have, I mean, there's yep. a lot. There's a lot of different things. Yep. So uh, for our sources, we went to history.com, cdc.com, health.harvard.edu. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like, you know, they just kept getting hit with, like, different things. It And it always will be. COVID is this year. It'll be yep. something else next it's year. Like bird flu and H1N1. H1N1. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And people, you know, talk about COVID and how COVID was written about long before in books. But it's all about the strand yeah. And there's always, always, always a different strand, which is why I never get the flu vaccine. Exactly. That's what I'm about to say. The flu is different every single year. It's yeah. like the I flu mean, is the common cold and like flu is still like every year. Yeah. So it's yeah. not, it's not ever going to completely go away. No. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it, I don't get the flu shot either. No. Because I think it's kind of, by the time they say sometimes, like by the time you get the flu shot, the flu is already mutated. Yeah, so, so, it, so doesn't it doesn't even, even do matter. anything. Yeah. Well, and every time I used to get the flu shot a long time ago, and every time I would get it, I would definitely get the flu. Well, that's what it does. Right, it they gives give you the you, dead whatever. They, yeah, antibodies. they give you a piece of it so your body can like build up immunity to it. Yeah, but it never worked for me. No. So I just ride it out. If something, <laughs> I've just come to believe that if something's going on, I'm going to catch it. <laughs> Because that's just the way that it works. <laughs> I have pretty good luck lately. Like, I haven't, I never get sick anymore. Like, yeah. I had, like, I get sinuses. I never used to get sinus stuff, mm-hmm. in it, but now it's, like, the older I get, every single year it gets worse. It is. And I think that Friday I had a migraine, and I think the sinuses played a huge part because it's just the weather. Oh, yeah. That's this week. So we came back from Pennsylvania, what was that, the day after Halloween. So yeah. November 1st, yeah. it was snowing. Yeah. And yes, two days ago, it was 80 degrees here. Yeah. And then and today, or yesterday, it was like 30. Yeah, now it's 55. <laughs> There's like 50 degree temperature shifts every day. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's hard to, once you finally get comfortable with a, yep. a certain degree of temperature, it's through the roof. That one so. day I had my my air conditioning on and the heat on in the same day. Yeah, you never know what to wear. switch it. It was awful. We wear layers here in Ohio, so you yep. can take them off. You know those pants? The breakaways. The breakaway pants. <laughs> 70 now. I'm ready for anything. <laughs> I do remember that in like going to school, uh-huh. trying to dress for that. Because in the mornings, it literally is 30 degrees. Yeah. And you come out and it's 70. Yep. So it's like you're sweating at lunchtime. Like It's and awful. And there's no air condition nope. in the schools. Mm-mm. That yeah. sucked. 
I used to have those pants when I was in like elementary school. They were zippers at the knees. They're that's very so very can, brilliant. It was awesome. If it was appropriate to wear to work, I would <laughs> yeah. wear those. Those I still remember those. We're like, bringing them back. back. <laughs> bringing them back. Yep. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say about the Black Death? I don't think so. Nope. Well, with COVID and everything, stay safe out there, folks. Yep. I feel like we're probably going towards another lockdown next week, at least in Ohio. Yep, it's not looking good. Um, so just stay safe. Take care of one another. Wash your hands. Wash your you hands. Dirty birds. Wear your mask. All right. Well, <laughs> ah, oh, man. Ah, there it is. COVID. <laughs> Speaking of we just got it again. There it is. <laughs> okay. Well, we hope you all have a great week, and we will see you next time. Fuck horses. Fuck horses. Bye. Bye.